Like you're, we talked about love languages and, and what was important to you and it's acts of service. And I realized that I need to be more intentional to that. The whole, I don't think that way is not an excuse. Mm. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, you're saying you don't think the way I do, or what do you say? No, saying? like you as know, far as the trash being yeah, just, needing to be emptied. That's not an excuse. Yep. Like the the things that need to be done. Yeah, I can't just be oblivious. Like I've got to be more self aware of what's going on around me and not self consumed and and think of ways that I can serve you better. And so I've been trying to do mm-hmm. that. And that's something. I mean, we went through. I mean, the first twenty years of our marriage, and then going through our healing process, one of the things I wanted to do is just once a day at least serve Lisa and whether that's emotional or doing the trash. And now it's just become a habit. Let me know what I can do today. Okay. I need you to run and do this. Or can you handle this at the house or this, that, or the other? Yeah, no problem. And, and generally, do you feel like Lisa, do you feel like that is happening specifically to your love language or I mean do you see that I mean I'm not trying to start something here but I was just wondering like because he can do something all day he can snuggle all day he can um you know hug me all day it does not that's not my love language so I don't even register that he's trying to affirm me because it's not you know it's not my thing right I'm not talking about I'm talking about just the whole spectrum of of life i'm not worried about love languages if i need to you know cuddle with her if i need to turn the football game off which is a challenge um probably the the biggest challenge but i've definitely done a better job at that if you look at two years ago today to today but just catering to her whatever needs that they are whether that's service or love language or buying or something you know, it's never buying or something. So but. you're saying every day you ask her, what I can, what can I do for you today? Nope. Every day in my head, I'm going to serve her. So it may be just going outside and watching the sunset, or it may be taking out the trash, or it may be running an errand, or it may be going to the store and buying something that she needed. It, you know, because she asks me, I do it. Um, there's not a discussion over it. I'll, I'll generally hop up and do it in the past. Hey, babe, can you get the trash? Yeah. And then I do it tomorrow. I don't do it today. And just that evolution took work. I mean, it took me trying to figure out what she needs. But that, that's where I want to challenge you is you trying to figure out what she needs is not going to hit her radar. If you were to say, Lisa, what can I do to serve you today? Then she knows that you're trying to serve her instead of in your own mind. Here's what I think I need to do that she'll appreciate. Right. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I feel like that conversation needs to happen because there are so many times I step back and say, oh, he was trying and that totally didn't even, wasn't even yeah. on my radar right. at all. But I'm also not doing it. I'm not trying to do it for credit. I'm not trying to see, babe, I'm doing better. I'm not, I, I say, hey, babe, I, I need brownie points because I did this out or the other. I just want to do it. You want to serve her. but I just want to serve and, her. And like, like I said, is like I need to be more intentional in what that right. looks like. But I, it, I, don't, I don't intentionally not serve her. 
It's just sometimes I don't think about what she needs done. So I asked her, can you write down things? Because I'm a list guy. Like, if you give me a list, I'll do it. Um, But at least I'll know (laughs) what you need done. And I know that's not being, that's not, I don't know. But no, I'd rather you, that's my, that's kind of my argument with Jeff here is I would rather you ask me and me tell you what I want or need because there may be an errand that is not a big deal like I don't mind running it and you're running it thinking I'm I'm doing this for my wife I don't know basically what she's getting at and you're getting at is that that yes you're you're trying to love me by saying how can I serve you today what can I do and so that's him being intentional how can I make my wife a priority today the Marriage Unfiltered podcast. My name is Lisa Carter. My name is Jeff Carter. Hi, I'm Alyssa Field. I'm Brian Field. And we're just four broken people. Trying to help broken people. Exposing what marriage really is. By removing all the filters. Today we're going to talk about um, your love languages. And I'm sure most of our listeners have heard about uh, the five love languages, which are very base, basic personality types and ways that you show and receive love. Um, Alyssa, what are the five love languages? Dude, I would say this is an absolute game changer. If you don't, if you're not doing this or aware of it, you're going to be spinning your wheels. Um, so y'all are going to have to help me. It's been a while. So physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. Watch out. I got them all. All five. That was awesome. <laughs> she didn't even Google it. I didn't. I don't even have anything in front of me. That's awesome. Brian, what would you say are your top two? My first one is physical touch, and my second one is uh, quality time. And what does that usually look like? What would you say when you say those love languages? What specifically do, what does that look like for each language? Physical touch is, uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> well, you know, you know uh, but not just the act of, of sex or making love. It's, um, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> hugging, <laughs> kissing, holding hands. Um, you know, when she, every, I, I don't know if you want to get this detailed, but almost every night when we go to sleep, like she scratches my back like that. That means more to me than anything, probably even more than sex, honestly, because I know that she does it out of love. Mm. Um, and um, so quality time could be anything from, you know, for a period of time we, we worked out together and we kind of still do. And so that I love that. Um, but even her just chilling out and, and, and uh, you know, getting in bed with me and watching TV and watching our shows and that, that, that's my thing. And then date night, of course being intentional on that. Nice. I think that's a good point too, as far as quality time specifically, because quality time for one person may not be the quality time for another person. And so both of y'all husband and wife might have quality time as your number one and quality time for one might be 
out on the deck, chilling out and not saying a word, not doing anything. And someone else's quality time might be sitting inside watching a movie together. And that's quality time or having conversation. And that's quality time. But uh, anyways, that, that, that that'd be a good yeah. point. What, my what top two about? are definitely words of affirmation. And then my second one is um, words of affirmation. <laughs> now, probably words of affirmation. It's a it's a big one. And then probably quality time for me. Hmm. Yeah, I think that. So what do those look like for you? I need uh, to be told I'm doing a good job before the job starts. And so that's words of affirmation for me. I definitely enjoy any and all positive feedback. Conversely, for me personally, negative feedback is probably more of a detriment than most and is unhealthy and is something I need to work on. But uh, being positive and letting me know I'm doing a good job, words of affirmation. Quality time is what I talked about just earlier, really sitting down, watching a movie, you know, generally cuddling, maybe even making out, but sitting down in close quarters, watching TV probably more than talking is quality time for me. Yeah. But I enjoy talking. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Sorry, that was a hey negative buddy, that was I, negative I, feedback. I love that you talk. And I think you do a really good Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. I'm really proud of you. One thing I was going to say about Brian is for, what was, oh, quality time and date nights. Um, He'll say, I need a date night with you. And then I know to get, or I did. Our kids are a little bit older, but like get the babysitter lined up and do a date night. So when he says, I need, you know, I need some alone time with you, then I know that means get a babysitter and do that. So that's to reiterate just to kind of expand upon that it's not just like okay we'll get that figured out it just cues me to go okay I need to plan it mm. but it's mm. good for him to say it or I wouldn't know otherwise because I just go through the days and don't pay attention yeah so then at some point if she just up and said hey we have a date night coming up what would that mean to you a lot yeah, yeah. like what you're talking about as far as him just taking out the trash without being asked it's not something you think to plan, but put it in your phone to plan a date and surprise them with it. Yeah, I've not done that in a long time. <laughs> oh, really? You haven't planned a date for date night? Generally, Brian does it? No, she plans it, but he tells her it's time for date night. So if she would oh, plan it without him you. knowing, that would go a long way. And I, I don't want it to sound like I'm like, hey, you need to plan, you need to plan this. I, I'm just saying, hey, no, it's I, like need, he, I need that time He'll say, I, I'm craving time with you. And so that... I mean, that's not a bad thing. It's like, yeah. that's cool. But especially when our kids were younger, I'm just surviving getting through the days. And so I was like, oh, okay, I do need to be intentional with that. But um, yeah, that's a really good point, Lisa. I need to be, that's something that I could do that is not on my radar. But again, now that it's been addressed and discussed, it's something that I will I will do because it makes sense. And I hadn't thought about it before. Yeah, good. What are yours? What are your top two? Acts of service is my number one. I'd have that twice if I could. It's, and then, um, what's the other one? I yes. can't remember. Uh, words. 
Yes. So my top physical two. touch. <laughs> <laughs> this will probably get edited, but uh... totally gonna put a beep there. We're gonna start over. Okay. That would be awesome if you leave it in there and beep it. Oh. Put it at the end. That's the best. Oh. Okay, acts so, of service. Yes. And what does that look like for you? Honestly, it's helping me around the house, doing things for me, going out of your way, knowing that you're thinking. That that's what makes me. Th- know that you're thinking of me is when you take out the trash that's sacrificial to me because it's not something that you're let's go take out the trash or go take Ellen a date or go take Brody across the street or just doing things to help um you know taking down Christmas without griping about it you know things like that that in the past no I, I made her or not I didn't make her I suggested that we wait till after New Year's yeah. And I told her I would help her do it. Yeah, but in the past, it's like, <sighs> you have so much Christmas crap. I mean, that's how the conversation goes. <laughs> and it's like, just help me and just do it in a loving way and don't gripe about it. Those are the, That kind of is affirmation for me is acts of service. I'm not trying to create an excuse, but that's all men. When it comes to these Christmas crates that we have a, a specific closet for Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. That's normal, so too. We, we complain about that. Your house is magical right now. You're welcome. Thank it, you. It is true. It, it's worth it. And yeah. I think that, so that's the thing is, I that's a lot of our issues in the past were, babe, I don't enjoy doing this either, but somebody's got to do it and it's got to get done. So can you please just do it with a loving heart and be joyful about it? Or if you're not joyful, just shut your face. We got to get it done, <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, acts of service and then um, words of affirmation. It really does mean a lot to me. It's it it goes a long way, and that's again me learning to accept those compliments and um, affirming me in whatever. It doesn't have to be just "Hey, you look good," but you know, when we go out of town, when I get things ready, it's like I see the work that you've done. Because I think a lot of times it just out of sight, out of mind. You just show up and things are done, and then you just go, and it's like. If you just see the work that I've put into it and just acknowledge it, that really means a lot. Lisa, what are your top two? Well, my my number one is quality time. Um, and then my number two, I would say, is words of affirmation. I can see where other things, I, I can recognize all of the gifts and appreciate. I would say gift giving is my least. I, I But I love giving well. Like if I can really... If I see something that really makes me think of somebody, I, I love that gift. Or somebody gives me a gift that is just like, oh my gosh, this made me think of you, Lisa. And it's very clear they've been paying attention to my heart. I love that. But it's definitely on the bottom for me. But um, quality time for me, like Jeff said, it's totally different. Um, I love being outside and I love climbing and doing outdoor activities and so I love when my family will join me in that so almost every time I go for a walk I ask around hey would you go with me you go with me or if I go to the gym I love when somebody just goes we don't even have to do the same things we'll go do yoga at hot works and he'll be rolling on the floor doing whatever he wants to do and I'm doing <laughs> yoga what are you doing over there and I don't even he's whatever stretching. they're not telling me to do <laughs> he's just disobeying the rules <laughs> But I just love that he's there, you know, that he's just present with me. And 
unfortunately sitting in front of the television isn't that for me so it's kind of this miscommunication between us this disconnect of he'll please come sit with me while I watch football and I'm sitting there going and it used to be that I enjoyed football I've just been a little footballed out and occasionally I'll appreciate some of it but it's just not what I would choose to do but I have to make that decision to do it with them and I'm not great at it by a long shot but so last week you did do that though right yeah, I went down to the den to sit with him as he watched the game. And then um, our oldest and her, her husband showed up. And so her husband went down there and they got to talk guy stuff and watch football. And I got out of it. Do you notice when she goes and sits with you and watches the game? Yes. However, Sunday was not a good example of it. <laughs> I was just I'm tired. Just... And so it was a, uh, a logistical thing to where she wanted to sit up. And I wanted to lay down and there were like pillows in the way. And so it was sort of a little bit awkward. And I, I told her the way I explain it is me being able to watch football is like the ice cream sundae and her down there with me is just the cherry on top of it. I definitely enjoy it. Um, to be honest, I don't need her down there with me. I know she doesn't enjoy that aspect of sitting there and not doing anything. Um, so I sort of uh, acquiesce to allowing, you know, she doesn't have to be down there. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me one way or the other. But when she is down there, I, I do enjoy I could that. be rolling around on the floor doing my own thing and yeah. he does it. He's like, right. glad I'm there. That's right. <laughs> so Absolutely. It's, it's, it's something to navigate, you know, yeah. it takes communication. But, but then words of affirmation, um, I really do think that I just want, I want you to just be amazed by me. And, um, you know, when I hear it's really crazy, the human psyche, because I'll hear you just seeing the praises of somebody and just how awesome they are. And I'll just get jealous and like, what about me? You know, I just think that's a it's a a human thing to feel. I just really crave him. You know, I didn't go back to the bedroom and put on your favorite top for some other guy at the bar. You know, I went put on your favorite top to get to impress you. And I really don't. I fix my hair to impress you. I do my makeup to impress you. I don't care about the attention of anybody else. And so when it goes unrecognized or uncommented, um, it's pretty hurtful. And it's not that you're always forgetting to. You definitely have your phases. And so, but when you do say something, I've gotten better years and years and years. I would just discount when he would compliment me because I was so insecure. But I don't think I've done that in a long time. I just, you know, thank you. I'll twirl and give a little shimmy. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, recognizing, I love it when you brag about how hard I work or how smart I am at what I do. Um, when I spoke at marriage night the other night, you know, I was like, how'd I do? You're, like, You're good. And I got like better compliments than from everybody else. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And Dang. it's not, but that's, I mean, the, how selfish is that of me? Like, needing that from well, you but it just yeah, it means a lot when you're I like think babe you, you, I, I, I would so good that. i'm so proud i of would you, you know if, if i got up on stage and came down and heard hey you're all right i'd be i'd be i wouldn't so i can't just sit here and not be disappointed in myself for not being more well you want your spouse to be your biggest fan absolutely yeah, it means a lot yeah. i can't believe i said that are you Only sure that's I asked, what i said Okay, I thought you were going to say, I'm sorry. I thought that's where we were going with that, Jeff. (laughs) It's not coming out. Even if if that's not what you said, that's what she heard. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had to ask him, How'd, what'd you think? How'd I do? You did good. You know, like the, yeah, you look fine. You look good. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, so does that, is it because you're, like, going back to, like, when she dresses up or she said she, you know, wears that top that you like, does her hair that certain way, do you just not notice? I... I don't want to create an argument, but I don't, I don't think that goes unnoticed. And I, and I bring it up. I bring it up every time she comes out of the bedroom. You don't bring it up every time, but you're right. It's not like it's, it's a constant miss, you know, but you know, it's helpful when I hear it. That is something that we, um, neither of us are right in this, but something that we have struggled with our whole marriage is, And it's sort of ironic because I'm an engineer, whereas, you know, like human error is 2% generally. So as an engineer, I sort of think, well, if we did it right 98 times, why can't we do it right the other two times? But in this situation, it's sort of reverse where I'm, I'm like, and maybe it's a words thing like, hey, I didn't say it this time, but the last seven times I said it, you know, but I do think our perspectives get off where she starts saying stuff like this and I'm like, I always say that mm-hmm. it's in my head. I'm doing it seven out of 10 times. So in my head, that's always, even though that's not accurate. And for her, she, I'm missing three out of 10 times. Well, I did say it seven times, but she's remembering the three that I missed. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's just because a, it's, psycho, because it's a I mean, thing. that is how much words matter. That's right. And I yep. do agree. He's, it's been seasons and he's had seasons where he's really good at whether it's acts of service, you know, the things that, show me love show that he's thinking of me and it just is it does seem like lately there's been just less of the words and okay. so that's just been the season lately but you know i it's one of those things that i've decided to like internalize because uh, i don't want to go to you with something else to fix and me being a burden and being high need but and, that's not something to fix though i, I want to be told that i do want to be told that yeah. and i need to receive it and i need to i know i need to work on that as well. And I wasn't, none of that was trying to create any excuse or whatever. This was really more towards the audience of, and understanding the psyche of people. But I will say, kind of to argue that is Brian compliments all the time. And so there's, there's not a situation like he, I mean, anytime we go out, he gives me a compliment. Anytime I take, I mean, pretty much take a shower, whatever. Like he always says, if I put forth effort, he always compliments. And so there's not a eight out of 10 times you've said this, it's a continual thing. And so I think that it just be kind of, I don't know, it's, does it become routine to you or do you? No, I genuinely mean it. But are, are you saying that I say it too much and that it loses its effect. No, not at all. I just feel like if we're, if you know, Jeff's like, I say it this much and you're hearing it. I'm wondering minutes, if that goes towards my logic that he actually does say it eight out of 10 or nine out of 10, but you're just remembering that he says it all the time and he might actually not say it all the time. And you're not so much of a words person. And you're not and so much so, of a words person. So it doesn't matter yeah, as much. That's interesting. Just, I, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that's right. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. Creating an observation. Do you feel you make a concerted effort to say it every single time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, like I said, but I, it I, is don't, I don't say it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just I know you don't do that. Lip service. Yeah. Like, no. I mean it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm again, I think that goes back to my 
need for affirmation. So I give affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. And you are very observant. I've, I've learned that unlike many men, he's very observant. If I go get a haircut. Except for the trash. He know, well, that's what's interesting. <laughs> when it comes physical, to looking at her, I'm very observant. But if it's, if, it's, uh, if it's observing people, he's very observant. So he can tell, like something's different about her. You know, like for marriage night or something like that. If there's someone, he's like, they did something different to their hair or whatever. He'll spot that, which is, which, but like you said, it probably goes more towards your words of affirmation so you you give it more that's yeah. pretty cool that at least something lines up with ours because i feel like words of affirmation are so different everyone has such different words of affirmation that it makes us go okay i really have to be intentional to meet those needs and that love language that you have because it doesn't come naturally to me yeah. Yeah. and that's where i mean I, I think that is sacrificially loving someone is going out of your way to give a gift or do something that's not something you would naturally do. Well, and something that is really interested, interesting to me about love languages is it's not only th the things that you do, but it's also the things you don't do. And like Jeff said earlier, a critical word to him, because he's such a words guy, a critical word can really be effective to him. And just like with Alyssa and acts of service, leaving things on the floor can really affect her too because it makes her go you are not even recognizing how important it is to me that this place stays clean or jeff choosing and that's why it's a fight for us when he i think he chooses a football game and it's not him choosing the game over me but in my that's how i internalize it and i go if he goes okay i'm going to decide to not watch the game and spend time with you that's huge. So it's the things that you don't do in in respect to the person's love language too that's just as important. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's something that I, I'm really bad at. You know, we don't have a house cleaner anymore. And so cleaning the house. And then literally I feel like you do shave the morning after I clean the sink every time. <laughs> and so there's all this debris in the sink. And so what I have done is just gone... It's always going to be that Yeah, way. we've talked about that. He and does that deliberately. Just want to <laughs> yeah, let you know. But yeah. like instead Watch of this, instead of going to him and going, hey, I worked hard to clean the bathroom. Can you just wipe it out whenever you shave? I internalize it and then I get frustrated and go, I'm cleaning these sinks two times a week because Brody can't wipe out his toothpaste. So his whole thing's green. Your whole thing's full of hair. It's so it's just like, but I've got to go. I, I've got to make the effort to go. I just need you to see me in this. I need you to see what I do. And so it's funny that you brought that up because that is one thing that I was like, dang it. I don't, I need to. Well, yeah, you, bo you, you both uh, brought it up that you guys are internalizing things that you don't want to bring to us because you don't want to put something else on us. And that's not how I, I look at it. And I know that's not how Jeff looks at it. Like, I truly want to hear what you're thinking, whether it's good or bad or whatever. I can't do anything differently if I don't know what you're thinking. And so for you to come out on Sunday and um, share stuff that you're really struggling with, it meant a lot to me. Mm. And, and a lot of it was, Brian, you're not doing a very good job. But at least that now I know that there are things that I need to improve on. And so you're essentially it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is you're challenging me to be better mm -hmm. by telling me what you need. 
Yeah. And for that situation, the issue wasn't the issue. Like I thought one thing and it kind of led to something else and you just don't realize how it all correlates. So communication is so important, but it's so ironic that that's the last thing we want to do because we just think it's going to make things that much worse, which it can for a time. But for the most part, like you're saying, you do need to know and want to know what's in our heads. But, it, you know, it's our response is our responsibility in that, too. So, you know, if you come to me and say, hey, I think you, you know, you wouldn't say it this way, but you're really sucking in this area. <laughs> like, I got to receive that, like you said, Jeff, and and be like, you know what? I don't I didn't even I didn't even realize that. So I got to receive that well and then have honest feedback with you and, and, and just talk about things because it's, it goes back to the whole, the light thing that we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. When you bring it out and you talk about it, you bring, you shed light on the situation and you are free, not free for, but, but you, you don't have, the enemy doesn't have that grasp on you like he would if you kept internalizing those, those feelings. And we don't, we're, you know, we're humans. So we, fail every day much more than we succeed when it comes to our walk with Christ we we generally fail more than we succeed we're living in sin and we can't become better by me not sharing what I think with Lisa or vice versa and there's times where she's going to share stuff with me and I'm not going to receive it well but we need to continue challenging each other and being able to become better at those confrontations or communication processes when stuff's being brought to light because us just internalizing and saying, well, yeah, I don't want to share anything with Lisa because this is going to cause a fight or last time I shared it with her, she didn't receive it. Well, I need to continue sharing it because she needs to work on herself and I need to work on myself at being better at receiving those feedbacks. And I probably of the four of us need to work on it the most because anytime I'm told a disparaging remark, you know, it just, I can't, I can't accept it. And I'm 45, almost 45 years old. And I'm a little boy when, when I hear those words. Um, but real quick, you know, I haven't had Mountain Dew in probably close to six months, clean the damn hair out of the sink when you shave your head and yeah. just do it. When, <laughs> well, when every time I shave, I don't leave anything left. Well, this is the first time I've talked to him about it. He, oh, okay. Yeah, just, and, but again, he was oblivious. <laughs> he didn't oh, do it okay. intentionally. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So it's, he doesn't. And I do try to clean it up as much as I can. Oh, okay. You do wipe it down? I don't like Sorry. just leave the whole thing in there. Well, that's what I envisioned, and I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I'm not that, I'm not just, that sloppy. Not, not that, that hairy either. <laughs> not that that never happens at our house. Well, and at one, right. one thing I do want to say as well is, it's okay to process things, talk through things, and then take a breath. Like, thank you for sharing that with me and stop there and work through those emotions. Don't lash out. That has, got, has gotten us into so many bad places. No like doubt. you just said, I what was meant for the man was received by the boy and you lash out in anger or self-preservation or pride or whatever or just just that knee-jerk reaction, that's not healthy. And so if you don't have something nice to say, shut your mouth. 
and revisit it when you have had time to process it. And that's really important. I know it's super basic, but there are people ripping each other's heads off and words. You can't put that back. Well, it's so funny that you say that because when he comes to me with something that he feels like we need to, I need to work on, I'll, I'll, I will process it. I'll have to think about it and I'm looking and he'll go, you don't even want to apologize for that. You don't, you're not going to even own it. You're just going to be just like your mom. And I'm like trying to process and not respond. So it is something to recognize how you take, take criticism because I don't immediately go and you, you discredit yourself, babe, because you really do handle criticism well. Like when I go to you and say things like that, you're like, really? I even just tonight, you're like, really? Oh, I should be better at that. You're good about that. I, well, I'm I, in a good space right now. Yeah. I'm not saying you always have and always are, but um, the other thing I wanted to say is it is important um, to learn what these love languages are. And you can take tests. You can go to fivelovelanguages.com, take a test, or you can just talk about it with your spouse and just walk through what they all mean. Um, I have a little thing I'll put on our story on Instagram that's a really neat little post that I'll talk about in a minute. But um communication just like everything it goes back to communicate and expectations because what I have been doing as I've been in this spiral for the last I don't even know how long where I haven't felt I've gotten the words from him and so then I just believe the lies that I must not be beautiful to him or I must not be valued by him and so then I beat my own self up I allow Satan's voice to come in and tell me that's true and then to tell me he's a jerk for not saying anything or he's stuck in his own world for not recognizing. And then I get in my own spiral instead of voicing it to him, which might have caused him to feel pressure or feel hurt or defensive. And all the while, I'm allowing myself to spiral into a bad place that I just, like I said earlier, I just felt like if I can't succeed at losing this weight, I'm worthless and my value is based on how I look and so then I must have no value and so then I just take to just self-destruction really I sit there with my chips and queso I'm like man I'm nothing but a fat slob it'll never get better and I just like I don't care I'll just eat but that queso is so good it is good but it's not and I think when we step back and we have eyes to see it makes sense that when we look at it for what it is, I mean, spiritual warfare is real. And if you are not comfortable with it, I'm sorry, but (laughs) it is, is absolutely biblical. Satan is after, um, he's, he's trying to distract us. If we are believers in Jesus Christ, he cannot have our souls. We are God's children, but he is doing everything he can to keep us distracted from all that God has for us and all that God has called us to. And so I, what I see is in that season of he's not, he's not giving me affirmations that I need. Satan easily has Jeff distracted with his own things, Mm. with a death, with a, you know, there's all these things that are happening that he's distracted. So it's not, he's not intentionally not seeing you. But the enemy is doing a great job of keeping him over here so he's not speaking into your heart the way you need it. And it just goes to show you how 
deceptive the enemy is and how he works. And so when we have eyes to see, it's incredible. And when we can step back and we have these conversations like we did at lunch, where we can see things and process things and go, God, I totally see the enemy all over this, or I see why this isn't coming together or why we're struggling as much as we are. It really gives me breath to say, oh my gosh, like this is worth the fight. It's hard, but God is working in and through it. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. I mean, we're just the disclaimer. We all serve on a marriage team. We walk with other couples. And like Alyssa was saying, it's so evident that Satan doesn't like what we're doing. And so he's finding his little ploys with things that we know better. I know better. I know better than to to know that Jeff isn't finding me ugly or fat or unattractive just because he's not saying the words. I know better. And I also know better to go to him and not believe the lies and even ask him to pray for me or for me to find the validation in God. I know better, but I'm still human and it still is causing um, just a, an unrest that he has. He prob- he's probably like, everything's been great at home. Everything's great. And it's just, I've just had an unrest in my soul that I've been quarreling with. But I think it's really good to to bring that to light so people can hear that just because you get on stage, just because you talk to people, just because you walk life with people doesn't mean you don't have the same struggles. Right. Because looking at you, I would think you didn't have any of those. I mean, you're beautiful and you have confidence when you're on stage and you have, I mean, it's incredible to watch you. And I'm like, you go girl. I mean, you, you always have great hair. You always look fabulous. And so it's like, I would never think that that's how you see yourself. And so it is like everybody struggles. Everybody has, I think women especially have internalizing that and, and, and it's that constant, you've got to fight it because it's not truth. And that's not how people see you. Well, thank you for those words. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. You know, a lot of people will say, well, you have your love language and that's what you speak and that's what you you hear or how you feel um, love. But I think that we we can feel love in one way and speak it in another. And even though acts of service, for me doing things for Jeff does not do anything for him. But I do believe you speak with acts of service. I don't think you realize it. I think I think original. I think your love language has changed. That you used to love acts of service, and now you enjoy quality time. I think everybody appreciates when somebody does something to help them, especially when the kids are little. And you're—I mean, I still appreciate when you're doing well, it's dishes. Not, it's, it's not gifts. It's not words, and it's not physical touch for you. It is words. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is your love language. And quality time. Those two are both. Quality time is my big one, and words mean a lot to me. So the takeaway here is check in with your spouse and see where we are for this season (laughs) of life. And it does transition. No, it does change. I do think it transitions. Um, And it used to be quality time for you. It is. It used to be acts of service, I'm sorry. And then it was quality. It was totally acts of service, babe, back, back in the early 2000s but but again that's me? when that's i know you're telling her what hers was yeah. but again we that was a season of young kids and <laughs> and when you have young t- when you have toddlers you're like take a kid do something right well that's a good let point. me breathe let me so yes acts of service in that season so not necessarily that what i mean i don't know that it may does not speak have, love right was that my key love language not necessarily you know i still think i've always our whole marriage chased you around the house or gotten hurt like why don't you want to spend time with us? It, it, I remember arguments where I'd be like, is it the worst thing that I'm wanting to hang out with you? And you'd be like, I just want my time by myself. I'm like, 
well, I'm sorry. I just wanted to spend time with you <laughs> before we even had any idea that that was me just wanting to feel love by you being with me, which comes from wounding for sure. Um, to some extent, but that's just, I, I will go and sit next to my kid or my husband and just be near them. And that speaks volumes to me, but sure. So you think words is words is a big one. one. Okay. Not number one. It's still time is number one. Okay. Words is a really big one though. I'm so glad that we unpacked this. Yeah. I feel like we've just did some good in, in the marriage of the Carters today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've had this conversation, but it keeps going back to acts of service. I don't dislike you helping and doing things, but what we are talking about today is. Well, I tell you what you do dislike is when things are not getting done. Yeah. But that to me is a um, out of respect, acknowledging what I have on my plate because I have a full-time job and then I come home and I have a full-time job. And so us dividing that together means we're just a team and that, you know, I, I didn't marry you for your ability to bring in an income, just like you didn't marry me to clean the house. I married you because you're my teammate. And I think when we are showing up together and both contributing to the home equally, or at least intentionally, that means you, you, you believe in our family. So if I watch like the noon football game, but like every commercial break, I come out and tell you how much I love you and we have a conversation and then I go back in and watch the football game and then I come back out. I can watch multiple football games and just sit there and be okay. No, I'm saying all the words. (laughs) Freaking football. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Honestly, when you were saying that, I envision you watching a game. And during commercials coming out, you and you you'll walk past me and like scratch my hair or grab my hair or grab my butt or whatever because you're also physical touch on some level. (laughs) And that makes me go, he's at least acknowledging me. But if you at commercials came out, how's it going, babe? Oh man, you look so beautiful. The house is so you know, just genuinely or grab the trash, take it out, which is just you coming and being present and contributing in general. We all have all the five love languages. It's not that I don't appreciate. No, but I, I'm trying to figure out your number one. My number one is going to be time. Okay. But I, and I don't know if it's just a season, but the, the lacking of words, um, it affects me a lot. And you feel that that's been, been, um, apparent recently is the lacking of words in the, you know, however, whatever time frame you want to put it in. Yeah. I mean, I think there's seasons, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one thing you do, speaking of that, like one thing that you do well is that you do words well. So I would just say, you know, men, if your wife, if you're going on a date with your wife or something and she spends time getting ready, like when she comes out, tell her she looks beautiful or she looks good or you like what she's wearing or like take stock of something because that makes me feel like I'm treasured and I'm seen and um it it goes a really long way it really does help even and again that's not my thing I don't typically need words of affirmation but even still I want my husband to think that I'm awesome and that he sees me and he loves me and he Um, All of those things, you know, amen. I really feel like that's really important for men to to validate their wives in that way, because, yeah, in in the season of young kids, I mean, it's kind of survival mode. And so if you wash your hair, you're winning. (laughs) And it's like, man, 
you smell good. Like, I don't <laughs> care what yeah. it is. Just something. Give give women something because as a woman, that's important. We do want to be seen in that way. So um, you do that well. And, you know, but then that's the thing is I have to accept that's it. That's right. I was about to say that's that. That's a big part of it. Yeah. So as a, as, and I wasn't good at it before and I am good at it now where I'm like, thank you for saying that. And now I see the weight of that. Like I do accept that and it does mean a lot to me and it does really affirm that you do love me and that you do see me. That's awesome. I was thinking if, if we were going on a date and Lisa came out and I said, dang, you smell good. Lisa would be, well, how do I normally smell? Do I smell bad normally? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Just as far as the challenge of yeah. women, you know, you're challenging men to speak well and they need to, and women, the challenge is to receive it and know that it's coming from a good place and it's not loaded. Yeah. And I, I can see that things change and your love language has changed because mine is, mine is always been physical touch, uh-huh. um, but also quality time. And then I really thought, you know, um, words of affirmation weren't, didn't mean anything to me. And then through our struggle in the last couple, <laughs> couple of months, like those words of affirmation have gone away. Mm. And so I, I, I do need that too. Yeah. You know? That's a challenge for me. Cause I really need to go back to, I mean, that I need to go back to affirming you and not in a fake way, but I think that, you know, Again, this could go to anybody's marriage, but like if there's a a place where you're like, I just can't affirm him in anything, like whatever, it's like, okay, see him as a child of God and see how God views him. And so it's like, I, then I have something to affirm in him. And so now it's like, you know, I appreciate you working so hard for our family and, you know, um, I, yeah, I mean, it'll get back to, I'm your biggest fan and, you know whatever else yeah. I said, but, but whatever else I, said. I mean, <laughs> I mean but it will. I forgot those. No. Times. I mean, I'm just being honest. I went, I know yeah. I went for a long run on Saturday or Sunday. And so I was on like mile 12 and Alyssa and Brody pulled up in the, That's in awesome. the car and dude, I can't tell you how oh, much that, that meant so me. cool. Like that changed my whole day. That's awesome. So yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just to, go down this path a little bit more. It was kind of one of those things where we were struggling and I, you know, it was just that God, God really showed me like I was asking the wrong question. I was asking like, can I trust Brian? And God was like, stop asking that question. You can trust me. And so you need to get over it. The fact that you can't, you, that you don't feel like you can trust Brian because that's not the issue. You need to focus on loving him well anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that was really hard because I really was in a, a, a season where I was like, I want to do what I want to do. And I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, you know, validated well, and I'm not, you know, just having a pity party. And I felt like that was really strong. You know, God was like, so what you are to love anyway, you can trust me. And that's what matters. And so, um, doing things like going to see you, it was like, I know that that would affirm you and it's important to you. And so we sacrificially do things like that, that, you know, so that it wasn't like, I'm, I mean, I'm just being honest. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go see my husband run his tail off and all of that. But I knew that was important to you and it would make you like, make you smile. And so it's like, we have to 
sacrificially love and we have to do things anyway, even when we don't feel like it or even when it's not organic because feelings can be very deceptive. And so it's like we love anyway. And so I was asking the wrong questions. I was, I was like, well, do I trust Brian today? That's not the question to ask. I trust God and he'll take care of, of me. And that's the other thing that I was processing too, is like, well, what if, you know, the next lie, the next lie, whatever. It's like, God's like, you love anyway. (laughs) It doesn't change. It doesn't change your stance. You're not going to leave him on the next lie. So it's like, okay, you choose to sacrificially love anyway. And so it just changes my perspective. And so I'm trying to, you know, it's still, you know, it's still a process for sure that I'm trying to walk in. But yeah, if, if we can just get past, um, ask the right questions and press into God and those things, it really, he can, he can, um, change those thoughts and patterns. And- yeah. The whole goal, I mean, that's just it. The whole goal of love languages isn't to, um, try and get your spouse to understand your love language. It just isn't. It is you to say, even if, or even so I'm going to be the person who steps up. Um, you know, Jeff really does appreciate words of affirmation as well. And, um, it's hard for me. It's, that's where I, that goes back to the, the speaking and understanding part, because I do not hand out participate participation ribbons. I don't. And so what I've learned is men just in general become motivated by affirmation. Women in general give affirmation as a reward. And so well, shoot, what are we going to do? And that's totally a ploy of the enemy. And so we have to step up and go out and cheer for them, even when we think what they're doing is ridiculous or tell them they're amazing. (laughs) 50K, come on. (laughs) Tell them they're amazing. Even that you, I mean, if we're being really honest, like those moments where I'm like, well, I'm glad you're watching another football game. You're, you're awesome though, babe. I'm proud of you. And I am, I am proud of him, but it's, I don't want to give him that reward of affirmation because I don't think he's deserved it. But as soon as I do, he shocks me and he's out doing all these things. I mean, we go back to the whole fitness thing. I, I was on his tail for years with all the plans, the gym memberships, the eating plans and, and you've done it too with him. And he's like, I'm going to run every single day this month. And he just has to decide what is good for him to get him into a good headspace. And as soon as I just let it go, he listens to you better than he listens to this me. This is but- Brian, not Alyssa. He <laughs> listens to Brian. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. You don't see me on the microphone. <laughs> Pointing. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Yeah, it's not Alyssa that's telling Jeff how to work out. <laughs> um, but when I do say... I am proud of you and I just support him and I'm not trying to fix his business or tell him how to run the company and just trust him. I think my trust and affirmation motivate him. Yeah. And so it's a, it's on us to step up and go, it's not always easy to get up and do the chores or be physical. You have to wholeheartedly decide to just do it. And then the results come from it. And then if they never even recognize it, God says love anyway. Yeah, that's the hard part is realize that a lot of times it may go unnoticed and that's okay. Men take out the trash even if it goes unnoticed. (laughs) 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 I mean, like, honestly, though, it's we joke about trash, but truly, like, what percent of the time do you actually take out the trash without prompting? Truly. I mean, you know, I it's not as much as. I feel better. Yeah, I started actually taking the trash out and setting it next to it. <laughs> so I get frustrated whenever it's leaking. But if not, it's a 
Yeah. But it's just one of those things where that that's my big thing is you can say one thing, you can say it all day, but do you actually follow through and do it? So. Well, yeah. And then, um, just like what the guys were saying when they compliment us and maybe we discount when they compliment us, but that doesn't mean stop complimenting us. You know, we all have to just do our own work. Mm-hmm. Do we um, want to go back to, or we, I was just going to see if you could affirm me real quick <laughs> before we end this thing. What do you With physical wanna, touch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to create a situation on air. So on air. I do have a question. <laughs> like, is that, is that, offline. Is, is this just, is love languages? I guess that's just a marriage. Doesn't go with friendships. No, it definitely goes oh, with yeah. all relationships oh, it does? in point. your life. Yeah. I mean, physical touch is probably not part of that. Yeah, well, but I like, I mean, I'll. But like, for guys, we have friends that enjoy hugging, and there are he's, that are he's a physical touch that's guy. That's yeah, true. And I, mean, I, yeah. I, I take that back because yeah. I enjoy hugging you. Mm-hmm. Oh my and, god! And I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy words. Jeff likes to play with your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Baldy. Right. Brian's bald. <laughs> Chooses to be bald. He shaves. Okay, his head. well that's interesting because I haven't thought it thought of it outside the context of marriage. Oh, it's really helpful when it comes to your kids too to start looking at how they might yeah, good receive point. love because you know we look at each of our girls. They all have different love languages, and I talk about actually how love languages kind of correlates with the enneagram. Not that it's a hundred percent, but there's definitely some similarities with certain numbers, like certain. Um, gifts a li- or love languages a little bit more than others, and so um, I'll put that in the in the links. But the um, Enneagram and Marriage podcast I shared on one of those episodes the correlation of the two, and I think that's really good um, to listen to. Also, I also have this do's and don'ts of love languages that I found today that I think is really good. So for people who enjoy quality time, here are your do's: putting your phone away when together, listening and engaging intently. Spending your time in a meaningful way. Engaging in deeper conversations. Here are your don'ts. Being distracted and not being present. Postponing dates or complaining about them. Assuming that the other person is being needy or making conversations one-sided. I think that's really interesting, though, because we talked about quality time, how you can be, have quality time with the TV on and have distractions. So I just, I just wonder what that means. That's what I was going to ask you for quality time. Like if I'm on my phone, is it null and void? No, I think you just you're just taking time to be there. So that's okay. Yeah, interesting. That's not how I am. I'm like, get off your phone. You are. Yeah, I don't like if we're having quality time together. It drives me nuts when people are engaged in another conversation on their phone or playing a game or something like that. Well, she typically does that when she gets in bed and I'm watching a show that she doesn't enjoy. She'll just get on a game or something mm-hmm. and she plays that cause it relaxes her. So I don't mind her. Yeah. Doing and that. that's fair. You get to have yeah. that. I mean, Jeff's much I'm like that. He doesn't, it's just a different way of doing things. Yeah. So, okay. The do's and don'ts of words of affirmation. You guys let me know if you agree with these, the do's leaving thoughtful handwritten notes, giving non-physical compliments, sharing reasons why you appreciate them, celebrating their successes and accomplishments and your don't, your don'ts. <clears throat> Long periods without reassurance or showing love. Cold-hearted, disingenuous compliments. <laughs> Sorry, that one makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Way to rake those leaves, babe. Yep. <laughs> you missed a spot. <laughs> um, not acknowledging their value and efforts. Harsh words or lack of communication. 
This may be because of my childhood, but I don't need handwritten notes. Isn't that terrible? Like that's no, not it's, something that's good that, to know. I mean, I, I don't leave them for you very often, but I do leave them. No, I I mean, if you wrote a little something and put it on the refrigerator, baby, I love you and all that you do around the house. Yeah, I kind of just think it goes back to, I, honestly, I do know what it comes from. It's the, we did that when we were in a bad place in our marriage, like, at, you know, it's anniversary and he'd write this long thing. And so it, it doesn't, I, I don't know. Actions speak louder than words. For me. Hmm. That's interesting. But I, so maybe normally it would be okay. I would say another one on the uh, words of affirmation is never say, never use the word "but" in there. Hmm. You look great, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Unless can say, you "I love you, but." <laughs> I love your butt. Or I, I mean, you could use but. that butt. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. Okay, acts of service, dues, using actions rather than words, being reliable and following through on promises. Showing support in small, thoughtful ways, being spontaneous and surprising them. And then don'ts, not keeping your word, ignoring when they ask for help, not appreciating or noticing their acts of service, and seeing certain tasks as gender specific. Ooh, where's the Ooh, celebrate button? Like, we're gonna need the bells and whistles. I think That's I've exactly done everything on that <laughs> don't list in the last couple weeks. A hundred percent on do's and don'ts. I'm all over that one. Alyssa yes. was mimicking a bench press as she celebrated. No, it was my it was like fireworks, like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> fireworks going off. I thought you were reliving some great memories of bump, bench yeah, bump, yeah, bump, definitely bump, not Okay, receiving gifts, which I don't think any of us are big into but we will go through them either way because they still are important so the do's are giving meaningful and thoughtful presents small gestures when they're feeling down being intentional about important occasions giving small thinking of you gifts so i would say i like those but anything that makes me feel like you're thinking of me so it could whatever that looks like anyway don'ts assuming they're being materialistic Forgetting birthdays or anniversaries. You hear that, everybody? If you're married to somebody who likes gifts, do not forget big dates. That's a big deal. Giving gifts out of obligation and duty. Yeah. Maybe gifts mean more to me than I think because <laughs> I hate like, yes. I hate giving people. You heard it at Christmas. Don't tell me to give you a list. Um, and don't make it about the monetary value. So don't give me a card full of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> um, okay, physical touch. Dues. Initiating intimacy. That's when you do your celebrate noise, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving surprise back or foot massages. Ooh, I win every night. <laughs> Close physical contact. Example, hugging or holding hands. Walk by touches or non-sexual touches. So I think... Physical is pretty high for you, too, because you're always, like, walking by, like we said earlier, touching me just as you pass, which means a lot because that means, you like, you're extending care to it. Yeah, definitely. So then the don'ts. Waiting for them to show affection first. Long periods without intimacy. Withholding affection after arguments. Assuming they're always in the mood to be intimate. Sorry. Assuming they're always in the mood to be intimate. What do you think? Those are all pretty good. Yeah. I have a question. I'm curious if women who, is, is, 
if physical touch is a high one, if they like their butt smacked, or if that's just a gender thing. I don't smack your butt. Because you get your I your hand knocked off when you smack But butts. you en- but you don't enjoy physical touch as a as a uh, That's what I said. I would like to know from ones. people oh, oh. who enjoy physical touch, a female who enjoys physical touch you don't if mind they like getting there. Walk by and I grab your booty though, do you? You just don't want me to slap it? No, that's like property. I can't stand it. <laughs> so like, smack that. I hate that. So I'm just curious. Yeah. So somebody let me know. That. Somebody let me know if that's, if that, yeah, if that's you're good. high on that. Cause I'm curious. I would say I, I think because I recognize that when he does grab at me, it's out of affection. But there were times that I'd be, and it's still, I'll be doing the dishes and he's grabbing all over me and I'd be like, get off of me. But I've learned, for the most part, to stop and turn and kiss him, and then he's done. You know, like acknowledging that he's just trying to grab at me and show yeah, his love for that's me. That's when I'll put a plate it. in his hand and be like, "Help me, <laughs> Let's do this together." And then you go touchy touchy after that. Right? That's how that touchy, works. Touchy. You're right. Is that your code word? No. Touchy touchy. <laughs> I think that's all really good. So I think um, I'll put some links at the bottom of the page for. Um, I like for that the show, one. so you guys can go get do the test, check out some other resources for that one. Um, but love languages is a really big one. It's a great yes, one yeah. too. Yeah. You do need a filter. <laughs> Whatever, Miss Cusser, Cusser, Cussison. <laughs> Cusser, Cusser, Cussison. Okay, y'all shut up. I'm uh, starting over. Language is not a uh, reflection of Stonegate's <laughs> 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 <laughs>